from high atop his mountain of index cards and tournament brackets, this is The Joy of Booking, a fantasy booking podcast. Here's your host, DC Matthews. Hello, folks. Welcome to The Joy of Booking. My name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Uh, I hope you are doing well. Uh, If I sound like I am uh, not my usual jovial self, well, that is because I am not uh, my usual jovial self. I knew when I got the the, the MacBook, uh, got a new computer, and you know had a was going to start recording on this this new gimmick, to use the phrase. I knew there would be a problem somewhere. There was going to be some sort of technical issue somewhere. And uh, as it turned out, I'll tell you a quick story. Um, I recorded this episode uh, one and a half times. I recorded it, uh, you know, 10 or 15 minutes of it, and then uh, was running into some technical issues. Not really sure. Oh, no, that was user error on my part, where I accidentally just moved one of the recordings. Um, you know, in the wrong place, wound up deleting something I wasn't supposed to delete. So then I re-recorded it, and then we were switching user accounts on the MacBook. And apparently, when you do that, a little box pops up that says, "Do you want to save the files uh, that you have, or do you just want to get rid of them and start over?" And I, well, totally take this on myself. I think I clicked the let's just start over, not registering in my head that I would delete uh, the episode. And the reason why I didn't just immediately post it like I always do is because uh, it didn't have an intro. The intro music wasn't there, and I had to go and get the intro music from my old computer and transfer it over to the new computer, and that sounded like a lot of work. So I wrote myself a note, here it is, uh, that says intro, and that's been on my desk for a few days. And I was like, oh, we have a hurricane coming. Um, Stand back, there's a hurricane coming through. Let me get this together. And I went to you know the intro I had emailed to myself, And now I can't find the file. So a 40-ish minute episode of The Joy of Booking uh, is my first lost episode, I'm pretty sure. Uh, You know, the very first time Doc and I tried recording, we tried it on a Chromebook and that didn't work. It was the day Roddy Piper passed away. Um, It was the first time we ever tried podcasting. So that was, you know, our lost episode was our first episode. Um, But this is the first time for me, I'm pretty sure... Uh, that I have an episode that um, I recorded and is gone. And I feel really bad about that because um, it had some good hot tags. It was a good episode. We were going to do uh, the second, you know, we were going to do the second round of the Consolations, which had some people in our tag tournament, had some people from the tournament proper who had lost in the quarterfinals of each page. Um, and so what I think I will do, um, I don't want to not do it. And to be honest, what I would do normally, cause I'm 
not in a good headspace right now. I'm mad at myself and I'm frustrated. And, um, you know, SummerSlam starts to give you an idea of when I'm recording this. SummerSlam, the pre-show starts in probably half an hour. Uh, the show itself starts in 90 minutes. Um, and I would wait. And I would record this episode Monday. Um, but there's a hurricane coming. And we've been told uh, that some of us could expect power outages uh, for one to three weeks. Weeks, I said. Weeks. Uh, I don't anticipate that happening um, for me. I don't anticipate that being something that we're dealing with. But I can't guarantee that I will have power by Tuesday when this podcast usually drops. And while I'm sure those people listening would not mind waiting... Um, I feel it is my responsibility to put out something. And so while I could download the hot tags off of my email and put them in, um, that is not going to happen right now. So maybe tomorrow morning I will feel a bit better and want to figure it out. So my apologies to Jeremy, who had a great uh, promo and hot tag for uh, Bill Dundee and Jerry Lawler. My apologies to Glenn, who had a great hot... You, you know, now that I'm saying it. I know neither of them would care. They are good people. They are podcasters. They understand that this malarkey happens from time to time. But now that I'm saying it out loud, uh, I can do it. I can suck it up, and I can do it. But this is not going to be a typical episode um, in that... Uh, I already know what's going to happen. So the results are done. The pages are filled out. So I will do the best that I can to kind of walk you through my thought process. Um, and, you know, so I'll, I'll get you set up so you know what's going on. You know what's happening. You know what's going down. Uh, so we are doing pages one through eight. Uh, consolation second round. So for all of you who are keeping copious notes on all of this, and I know there's at least none of you. Uh, you will have some ideas to what's going on. And, and I will put the hot tags in because I can do that work. If something goes wrong now, then I will know, third time's the charm, I will know this podcast was not meant to be and maybe I will just take a week off. And hopefully if the power is back on by Thursday or Friday, uh, I, can, I can revisit. So, uh, page one. In the matchup of Kofi Kingston and R-Truth versus the superpowers of Dusty Rhodes and Nikita Koloff, uh, I went with the superpowers, if only because named beats unnamed. That's one of the rules we have had low these many episodes of uh, The Joy of Booking. Uh, and also, it's the right answer. In a similar vein, Triple X, the team of Loki or Christopher Daniels or Elix Skipper, depending on which variation I'd go with, uh, I normally I would go with Christopher Daniels in low key, but low key seems like he's qualifying for the dingbat rule. So I might go with Elix Skipper and Chris Daniels. Uh, they defeated the team of Monty Brown and Kip James. That apparently was a tag team at some point in TNA. Uh, Too Cool defeated the Renegade Warriors of the Young Bloods. Um, fun fact, we're going to do a battle royal at some point. I've already done it, so a lot of the excitement is gone because I already did it, and I'm sorry about that. Uh, but I did not realize um, 
which young bloods were part of it. I assumed it was Jay and Mark, but I think it's Mark and Chris. Uh, but either way, I don't know enough about the Renegade Warriors, so two cool one. And then the Islanders defeated King Mabel and Sir Mo. I would just like to watch Haku wrestle Viscera. I think that would be entertaining. Um, and then just so you know, uh, we did a second round too. So it actually makes sense for me to just give you the, I did the next round. So I did the second and third rounds of these. Um, and just so you know, uh, the superpowers again, Dusty and Nikita, uh, they defeated triple X and the Islanders defeated too cool. Um, so those people who lost in the second round, uh, they, um, went into a battle royal. We actually did two battle royals. I'll, I'm not going to read all the names for you, but I'll at least let you know how they ended. Although now that I'm thinking about it, maybe I can salvage something from this mess uh, because the teams that lost in the third round, I didn't do anything with them uh, in the initial recording because it would have been 40-ish minutes and I had done a lot of work and I figured it would wait. But now, actually, I could do it. And that would at least be something new um, for this episode. So maybe, I understand it's all new to you. So I could have sold it. I honestly could have just pretended none of this happened and talked it out and piped up the enthusiasm and pumped up the artifice. Uh, but that didn't seem fair. Uh, so uh, the two teams remaining are the superpowers and the islanders on the constellations. And what will happen is when we do the semifinal of each page, uh, for page one, just in case you're curious, it's the New Age Outlaws versus the Varsity Club and Legacy versus Owen Hart and Yokozuna. The winners will advance to the page final, obviously. The losers will go down to take on the two teams that are remaining, so the Superpowers and the Islanders. All right. Now that that makes sense, let's move on to page two. Uh, in the second round, Eddie Guerrero and Art Barr, um, that I think had a name that I don't know and I didn't know then and I don't know now and I'm not going to look it up, but they defeated the Young Stallions because Eddie Guerrero is better than either Paul Roma or Jim Powers, not even mentioning Art Barr. Uh, FTR, Forever the Revival or whatever they say it stands for, uh, beat Los Fabulosos of Silver King and Al Dandy. That would have been a great match. AJ Styles and the Amazing Red defeated the Rock and Rave infec Infection. I think it was Infection. Uh, Lance Rock. I didn't realize Lance Archer was once named Lance Art Rock and Jimmy Rave. And then the Mega Powers defeated Future Shock. That's not the result I would have liked, but it is the right result. And then in the third round of that page, FTR beat Guerrero and Art Bar, if only because they had a name, and are generally considered to be one of the better tag teams of all time. And the Mega Powers defeated AJ Styles and Amazing Red. Again, I don't love Hulk Hogan, but that is probably the right choice. If we're talking about historical context, if historical context plays any role in this, and we've established that it does, uh, the Mega Powers needed to win. Page three. Uh, Brizango defeated Southern Justice. Dick... Murdoch and Bob Orton, I always want to say Dick Orton and Bob Murdoch, which is not right. Uh, they defeated Rusev and Aiden English. Again, probably a good match. Uh, Heath Slater and Rhino, the first ever SmackDown Tag Team Champions, defeated the Lucha Dragons. 
And the Legion of Doom, this is 90s LOD, not a number one seed. That went to the Road Warriors. The LOD version was not, so they were just randomly in there. Um, and they lost to... Who did they lose to? Where are they? Where's LOD? Uh, they lost to the Midnight Express. That's right. They had to have lost to a good team. They lost to the Midnight Express. But they defeated uh, the FBI. This is the Tracy Smothers version of the FBI. And then Brizongo defeated Orton and Murdoch, named versus unnamed. And LOD defeated Slater and Rhino because obvious. Because obvious. All right. Page four. Uh, yes, I will put in the hot tag. So let's hear from Glenn uh, talking about the, the matchup that would be happening, which would be subculture, Webster and Andrews versus well done Glenn. Tell me what you got. When their journey started in the Corona Cup, it was just Andrews and Webster. But the one-time NXT UK tag champs are now known as subculture and remain in the hunt for NXT gold. Whereas well done time in the WWE was just to put over other teams whilst proving the fact that bowtie singlets with thongs over the top just isn't a great look. While I disagree and think that bow ties and the well-done look was, you know, it could work for Chip and for Dale. Not not the Chip kayfabe. Not Chip. Not Chip. Um, Chris Farley, maybe, though. Uh, obviously, Subculture gets the win over Webster and Andrews. In other second-round matchups, 3MB, the team of McIntyre and Mahal, defeated the Dark Order. Lance Cade and Trevor Murdoch defeated the ECW team of Wild Bill Wiles and C.W. Anderson. And then Sanity defeated the team of Raven and Stevie Richards. So that took us through the first four pages. Uh, second round matchups, I should mention those. Uh, Subculture defeated 3MB, if only because in about 90 minutes or so. If this episode is done by then, I'll be watching uh, McIntyre take on Jinder Mahal. And so if the team is broken up, then they can't beat subculture. And then Caden Murdoch, a team that I'm not super familiar with, um, but they did defeat the team of Sanity. So those are the two remaining teams and the constellations. Uh, so I'm pulling up the document here on um, the Battle Royals. So for those 16 teams that lost from... Los Fabulosos to Kofi and R-Truth to Rusev and Aiden English. I put their names, all 32 of them, uh, onto a list. I randomized it. You know how I do these things. We had ourselves a battle royal. Uh, Silver King, sadly, was the first person eliminated. Um, and it turned out our winning team, interestingly enough, uh, and they finished together. They were the last two standing. Um, remember, these tournaments are single elimination. So if you're eliminated, your partner isn't automatically eliminated as well. But in this case, the winning team, not my favorite by any stretch, the Rock and Rave Infection of uh, Lance Rock, a.k.a. Lance Archer, and Jimmy Rave. They won the whole thing. So good for them. All right. Uh, yes, I think what we will do, I'm doing a little dance because I feel like we're salvaging this, uh, is... I'll walk you through the next four pages. I'll walk you through the Battle Royal there. And then I'll do a third Battle Royal for the 16 teams um, that lost in the third round, like Sanity or 3MB. 
give you an example. Moving on to page five, second round matchups here. Bad Company, Paul Diamond and Pat Tanaka defeated Heidenreich and Road Warrior Animal. You can hear the excitement in my voice now that I know I'm, I'm, I'm saving this. Uh, I, you know, this would not be a popular choice, I don't think, but I'm giving the win um, in the battle of the 2010 Hardy Boys versus Three Count. I gave the win to Three Count. Part of it is because I am, you know, the maven of the mid card and I enjoy those teams. Um, and also, you know, the Hardys in the 2010s, while good, weren't great. And Three Count, I, I thought was very good. I was entertained by the wrestling boy band. So I gave Three Count the win and it's my tournament. So tough if you don't like it. Team 3D, the TNA version of the Dudley Boys, defeated the Blackjacks. And in a matchup that all of us would pay money to see, Lance Storm and William Regal defeated the enforcers of Arn Anderson and Larry Zbysko. If I remember correctly, how I made that decision was I thought, all right, those four wrestlers, who are my favorites? William Regal is number one, obviously. Arn Anderson is number two. Lance Storm is number three. Then there's a space and a space and a space. And then you get Larry Zbysko. So... That was how I made that decision. Uh, and then in the third round there, Bad Company defeated Three Count. I did not let Three Count defeat Bad Company. Uh, but I did let Storm and Regal defeat Team 3D. Because, again, not the only version of the Dudley Boys we're going to see. All right, that was page five. On to page six. Uh, the team of Lenny and Lodi defeated the Forgotten Sons, who were... Um, this joke's never going to get old for me. Wesley, Blake, and Steve Cutler. Uh, Lenny and Lodi won. Uh, in a Hoss fight tag team matchup, the Viking Raiders defeated tons of funk. Team Canada defeated the Minnesota Stretching Crew. Remember, the Stretching Crew is Brock Lesnar, early, early, early Lesnar, green, green, green Lesnar, and Shelton Benjamin, also early, also green. Um, and I liked Team Canada. You know, whether it's Bobby Roode and Eric Young or Bobby Roode and Petey Williams, as long as there's not steak sauce in there, no A1, thank you. Um, and then LAX, uh, Homicide and Hernandez defeated Dynasty. Apologies to the Richard Holiday and MJF fans, but I think that's the right answer. In the third round, Viking Raiders defeated Lenny and Lodi. And I had, this might not be the right answer, I had Team Canada defeat LAX. This also gives me, I suppose, an opportunity to change any of these. Are there any of these that I think need to be changed in hindsight? Um, LAX and Team Canada would be one. But I think I'm going to... Let me look it up. You know what? We're doing this. If we're doing this, if we're doing this, let's do this. LAX Hernandez. All right. Hernandez won... In TNA, a two-time NWA tag team title and a one-time tag title uh, with Homicide. So they were three-time tag team champions. I expected more, to be honest. I expected more. Now let me look up Bobby Roode, who, yes, is still employed. And then championship and accomplishments. He is a sixth. Oh, no, okay. He's a six-time tag team champion with James Storm, beer money. Obviously uh, still in, but only a two-time champion with Eric Young. And so Eric Young, let me look that up. Team Canada. Does Team Canada have its own? Oh, it does. Team Canada has its own thing here. 
Only two times. So you know what I'm going to do? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to change. I'm going to change it because I can now. <laughs> this is working out way better. Podcasting, doing these tournaments changes my mood. I'm crossing out Team Canada, and I will say the right answer is for LAX to win. There we go. All right, next up. Uh, Sabu and Taz defeated the Unholy Alliance of Mikey Whipwreck and Tajiri. Uh, the Ascension defeated the 2010's New Age Outlaws. If I had the Hardys lose, certainly the Outlaws were going to lose because NXT Ascension, wicked good. Remember that? Remember how good they were booked? Wicked, wicked good. Uh, and now, let's get into it. Uh, this is probably going to take, I got to add some stuff. Jeremy, the things I do for you. Because I have to, I'm probably going to have to download some things and add some things. I might miss part of the pre-show, but now I'm definitely into it. It is worth it. Uh, let's hear about Bill Dundee and Jerry Lawler. Mm. Oh, I'm sore all over from watching it, man. Well, that was it. I got to tell you, you're talking about a tough one. The king and the superstar. Well, they got stirred up with Bass and Fergie. Well, I got to tell you, Bass and Fergie did a little something out there, too. They busted the king and the superstar, but that's their kind of, that's their kind of action. And, <laughs> hello, Billy. We were just talking about you two guys get together. You really get unloaded when you get in gear. Well, we done told you a couple of weeks ago we're not taking no more you-know-what off nobody. Now, the black friends, Donnie Bass and Carl Fergie, want to fight you picked on the right, too, Daddy. And you need to take it to a football stadium because we really don't care. There ain't no Coliseum in the world big enough because all we want to do is get rid of you and we want to hurt you. And like we said it before and we ain't bragging, when you put the king and the superstar together, I don't care what tag team you bring in here. I've already been here and coming in the future, they can't beat the king and they can't beat the superstar and we'll get rid of you, three punks. You guys uh, didn't pull any punches when you got going in there. You cut loose with brooms and everything else last week. Dude. Let me just say that I want to apologize, first of all, to some of the people at the Coliseum that were not, a, that were not able to see all the action because very little of it took place in the ring. Yeah. But I will tell you this. I'm not going to apologize to Don Bass or to Brickhouse Brown or to Carl Fergie. I want to give you a word of warning. Last week was just the start. Last week was just a sample of things to come. And I want to tell you right now that just like Bill said, from this moment on, every time, every time we lay our eyes on you, Don Bass, Brickhouse Brown, or Carl Fergie, you can expect one thing. You can expect these two men right here to be on you like white on rice, boys. I guarantee you that. We're going to beat you within an inch of your life every time we see you. So what I'm trying to tell you is, the next time you come driving up to the arena or in front of this TV station, you better check over your shoulder and you better make sure that we're not in the parking lot at the same time. Because if we see you there, we're going to jump on you. If we see you out here in the hallway, we're going to jump on you. And we understand that they're supposed to be out here today, Lance. If you come out here today and try to run your mouth, we're going to jump on you. Anytime we see you, we're going to push you. Do you understand that? positive and plain exactly what we're looking for you see these guys and if they come out here right now we'll have another brawl going on it's hard to come up with two names more synonymous with every part of the wrestling business than jerry lawler and bill dundee dundee was a superstar and lawler may have been king but both were indeed jacks of all trades you want historical context 
As bookers, the number of people that got their start or their first big push or were paired with each man to sit beneath their learning tree are too numerous to count. As wrestlers, each man held enough titles to fill rooms of trophy cases. As managers and announcers, both Dundee and Lawler held their own with anyone and separated themselves as unique voices in the sport. At their peaks, more people watched wrestling per capita in the greater Memphis metro area than watch all wrestling per capita today. In other words, whether allied or feuding, Dundee and Lawler were over. The pair held eight tag team championships across USWA, Power Pro Wrestling, and the AWA. If business weren't so good with them as enemies, there's no telling how many more tag team championships they would have won. Lawler and Dundee are all-time talents. There's no way they would or should lay down for the likes of Legato de Fantasma. Thank you, Jeremy. Excellent work as always. Always appreciate it. And uh, I will say, I didn't have to download anything new. For some reason, that stayed, but I lost the file. I don't understand this MacBook. I don't know how it works. Technology is confusing. I am an old man. But Bill Dundee and Jerry Lawler, two other old men, see what I did there, uh, they defeated Legato de Fantasma. And then Lethal Consequences... Jay Lethal and Consequences Creed, a.k.a. Austin Creed, a.k.a. Xavier Woods, defeated the Mighty Don't Kneel, um, Nick Miller, and Shane Thorne. But it was Shane Haste and Mikey Nichols. I can't believe I remember that. And then in the second round, Sabu and Taz defeated the Ascension, and Dundee and Lawler, of course, defeated Lethal Consequences. Page 8. I am. I was dancing while I was uploading that stuff because I just, while I... I would rather not have lost the file. I am saving things. I made a better choice with LAX over Team Canada. We're going to get to do another battle royal here. I feel like I am redeeming myself slightly. So, uh, page eight, last page of, of the show. The Acolytes defeat the team of Jindrak and O'Hare. Again, that would be an excellent match. Uh, Booker T and RVD defeated the team of AJ Styles and Kurt Angle. That has all to do with seen versus not seen. I've watched Booker T and RVD as a tag team. I haven't watched AJ Styles and Angle as a tag team. Kane and RVD defeat the Bad Breed, the Rotten Brothers. So RVD in the third round of the Constellations two times on this page. And then, uh, oddly enough, again, I, I think this is the right answer. Uh, the team of Little Guido and Tony Mamaluke defeated The Miz and Shane McMahon. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be a little hypocritical right here. I'm going to announce it right now. I'm being a little bit of a hypocrite. The Miz and Shane McMahon were a tag team for the sole purpose of building to a storyline match, which I suppose one could argue is the exact same thing that happened with the Mega Powers. But in this instance... I think the Miz and Shane McMahon's team was a little a little less short-lived and a little less impactful uh, than Hogan and Savage. So I gave the win to Guido and Mamaluke. And then in the third round, the Acolytes defeated Booker T and RVD, named versus unnamed. But Kane and RVD defeated Guido and Mamaluke. I just can't see those two Sicilian shooters being able to beat Kane. Uh, so RVD advanced once, but not twice. All right. So now... What we need to do, and I'm just going to do it live. Usually I would pause and and do this off air, but you've been so wonderful and so patient and so kind. Pages one to eight. Oh, I didn't tell you about the uh, second Battle Royal that we did, so let me do that. Um, 
again, I took the losers from the second round of pages five through eight, and I wrote their names down. I redacted it. I randomized it. I then picked a random number as to where to start and which direction to go, whether up or down. So the first person eliminated, this, this felt painful. I, I felt hurt when I was recording this the first time because the first person eliminated was Billy Gunn, then Tajiri, and then Shelton Benjamin. Um, and then I was hoping that Sean O'Hare would win, but he was eliminated sixth. No, one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh, seventh. Uh, and I was really sad, except, you know who won the tournament? Mark Jindrak. Mark Jindrak was the last person standing, so he and Sean O'Hare by default won the tournament of the uh, round two losers. I don't know if I'm going to do anything with that information. I suppose I could do another tournament at some point. We'll see. I have a record of it. So now I'm doing a separate column. We're going to do another battle royal here. These are the people who lost in the third round. So Daniels and Elix Skipper. Let's say that. Let's get rid of Loki since he's a bit of a dingbat. And then Too Cool. So Grandmaster Sexay, Scotty Too Hot, Hotu. I can't spell. All right. Uh, page two, who are the two losing teams? Eddie Guerrero and Art Barr. A lot of talent in this. Eddie Guerrero versus Daniel. Uh, I understand they wrestled in Ring of Honor. I do remember. I think I have a DVD somewhere, or I used to, uh, of a Ring of Honor pay-per-view that Eddie Guerrero was a part of. And then AJ Styles and Amazing Red. Oh, my goodness. The talent. The talent. Page three, uh, Bob Orton and Dick Murdoch. And then Heath Slater and Rhino, maybe not quite so much talent in that part. Drew McIntyre and Jinder Mahal, since 3MB lost. Sanity, Eric Young, and Killian Dane. Page five, three count, so Shane Helms and Shannon Moore. Yeah, I'm not going to put Evan Courageous in. And then Team D, Brother Ray brother i think what did they did he spell his name devon like with the e that time brother devon page seven lenny lane and Lodi, and then team canada bobby rude and eric young eric young will be in this tournament twice everybody eric young will be in this battle royal two times so i should mark um in case he does win which version that will be page seven the ascension so connor and victor Jay Lethal, Consequences Creed, which was a great name. I do like that name. And then Booker T, RVD, Little Guido, and Tony Mama Luke. All right, so 32 names, much like the uh, tournament before, much like the, the other two Battle Royals, I should say. Uh, I am now redacting it. I am filling each cell in black, so I do not know uh, who is where. And then I hold my hand up to block any cheating, any spoilers, and I randomize once, twice, three times. And because it's special today, we'll do four times. I switch over to random.org. I type in a random number generator. Give me a number between 1 and 32. Up, oh, it's 25 again. I think that was the one we did the last time. Um, although, because you weren't here, it doesn't really matter. So we'll start with 25. Then I do a random number between 1 and 10,000. If it is even, we go down. Uh, 
So we'd start at 25, 25, 26, 27, and loop back around. If it's odd, we go up and loop back around. The number is, in case you care, 5,328. So we will go down. So if it's that, it's all right. So we are ready. The first person that will be eliminated in this tournament will be Little Guido. Sorry, Little Guido. I'm so, so sorry. All right, Little Guido is out. Now remember, this is a single elimination tag team battle royal, which means that Tony Mamaluke could go the distance and win this thing. Little Guido is out. Daniels. Oh, so sad. Daniels is out. Elix Skipper is out. Wow. Triple X eliminated. Bang, bang. One, two, three. Shannon Moore is out. Brother Ray of Team 3D. There goes Booker T. Killian Dane from Sanity is out. Heath Slater is out. Now we go back up to the top. Rhino is out. So Heath Slater and Rhino eliminated in, in quick succession. Jinder Mahal is eliminated, but I hope he wins tonight at SummerSlam. Jay Lethal is out. Shane Helms is out. I believe that's it for three count. Brother Devon is out. There goes Team 3D. Grandmaster Sexay is out. RVD is out. Booker T and RVD are gone. AJ Styles is eliminated. Eric Young from Sanity is eliminated. So that should be the end of Sanity. Bobby Roode from Team Canada. Now, this would be interesting because that was Eric Young from Sanity and then Bobby Roode. So are they fighting with each other? Did Eric Young from Team Canada try to eliminate his doppelganger and wind up eliminating his partner? Could be interesting. Consequences Creed is out. There goes Lethal Consequences. Scotty Tuhati is out. There goes Too Cool. Dick Murdoch. Ooh, Orton and Murdoch still both in, except Murdoch just got eliminated. Eddie Guerrero is out. Amazing Red is out. There goes Art Barr. There should only be a couple people left. There goes Connor of The Ascension. I hope Daniels and Victor have a face-off because I've always thought they looked alike. Victor's still in, by the way. There goes Drew McIntyre. 3MB is out. Lodi. Oh, my goodness. Lodi and Lenny Lane were both still in. Bob Orton. Victor, oh my goodness, Lenny Lane could win this thing. I think there's only two people left. Victor is out. Lenny Lane is out. So the winner is, oh my goodness, he went the distance. I had forgotten about it. Tony Mabaluke. He went the gosh. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was clearly, <laughs> let's, let's do some booking here. Uh, clearly, I was, I was fooled. Uh, no, there was still one more person involved. Uh, obviously, okay, here's what happened. When uh, Eric Young and Bobby Roode got eliminated, maybe Eric Young from Team Canada, because Eric Young from Team Canada is going to win this thing. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Uh, but let's say he goes out of the ring too. In the, in the craziness of the doppelganger situation, Eric Young from Team Canada slips out of the ring and hides. So maybe the referees go around. They're trying to break up Bobby Roode and Eric Young from Sanity. Eric Young from Team Canada disappears and hides. We forget about him because I totally did. Uh, and then Tony Mamaluke. We think he's won. We think he has survived. His partner's eliminated first. He survives 30 other people. Makes it to the end. We think he's the winner. And then Eric Young from Team Canada slides in. That sly devil uh, slides in, eliminates Tony Mamaluke, 
and wins the thing for his team. So the winner of the round three Constellation Battle Royal is Eric Young and Team Canada. Interestingly enough, because when this episode started, they weren't even in this. LAX was in it. We had to do a little switcheroo. Friends, I want to talk to you for real right now. Um, I have been a podcaster. I'm not going to say professional. Obviously, I lost an episode. I have been an amateur podcaster uh, for now over six years, if we count July 31st, 2015, which is, I believe, the first day of our first lost episode. It's been about six years. Um, and one thing that I have noticed is that podcasting um, more than many other things, not everything, but many other things, uh, does more to elevate my mood um, than I can think of. Just being able to talk to you and talk with you uh, does great things for me. I was sad. My wife came in. She tried to help me find the lost episode. She logged into her old account in case it was that we figured out it was gone. And I was like, I'll record something. It'll be quick. I'll just, you know, throw myself on my sword, beg for mercy from the, from the audience. Um, and as we went on, I got wrapped up in these tournaments. I got wrapped up in the stories that I had already told but got back into them again. And I now feel exponentially better than I did when this episode started uh, less than an hour ago. That's the power of podcasting. That's the power of being able to talk to you and with you and do these kinds of things. I have three notebooks here. One is for the tag team tournament. One is for my baseball video game that I've kind of stopped playing. And one is for season three of The Joy of Booking. Um that I'm not talking to you about right now. But season three is in process. Uh, and it's one of my favorite things that I'm doing right now. And I'm I, part of me is excited for this hurricane. I don't want to lose power. I don't want people to suffer and lose property and have three to five foot storm surges. That's what I'm hearing. Um, but at the same time, I've got a new pack of 200 index cards. I've got an unopened pack of index cards here, too. I can come up with some very interesting things to do if, if I have multiple days with no uh, power. I can keep myself entertained. I've been, I've been working my whole life for this. Uh, so I do sincerely want to thank you uh, for providing me with the opportunity to be as nerdy as I want to be um, and feel like there's somebody out there that is interested. Um, so I am grateful in some weird way that I lost that episode because this one maybe not was better from an entertainment standpoint, although maybe it was. Um, but it certainly it, today uh, it elevated my mood. It's 7.07 p.m. I will finish this. I will put the intro on, which is how this whole gosh darn thing started. Um, I will post it. And while that's happening, I'm going to be watching the pre-show. And I'm getting ready for SummerSlam. Uh, and CM Punk is back. Who knew? So, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, my name is DC Matthews, at the DC Matthews. And I will see you the next time we celebrate the joy of booking.